All right, we're good? Yep. All right. Uh, one, two, three, testing. All right, we're good to go. Um, all right, so welcome to pod... Is this 12? I think it's 12. I think it's 12. Zero, 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 12. Uh, welcome back after a much-needed summer break. Uh, the drivers needed it. But more importantly, I think the uh, the F1 newsletter boys, uh, they needed it too. Certainly. Some people are taking a little longer break than others. Uh, Rob is not with us. But Charlie's back, and he's been absent. I'm back, I'm back. Yeah, people, Your favorite. People were wondering where Charlie was. Um, so The haters and losers. <laughs> the haters I, were wondering where I was. Hi, haters. Um, so long break, four-week break, right? That's how long they get off. I believe it's a full month. Full month break. So let's do a quick recap. I'm sure everyone's interested. Um, what did we do on the break? Let's throw it to Andrew. What did we do on the break? Um, let's see. Andrew really didn't do much, you know? <laughs> yeah, not too much. I I took a couple weekend trips, kind of followed the F1 gossip. There's there's a good amount of it out there. Followed, followed our guy Lewis on Instagram. That's always a fun view. I moved to a new house. That's kind of buried the lead there, but okay. Uh, so I had to move. That was always a fun time. But that went pretty smoothly, actually. So overall, great summer break. I'm happy to be back, though. Busy. It sounds like a busy summer break. Pretty busy. Pretty, pretty, pretty busy. Charlie, summer break. Um, we went to the premier party weekend of the year, Vermont 2017. <laughs> oh, I mean, I forget. Andrew kind of left that one out. <laughs> um, doing a couple... I feel like I've been traveling on the weekends, but it's kind of drawing a blank right now. A country fest? Mm. Oh, country fest. Very fun. Best yeah. seats in the house. Yeah. Yeah. Snaps to Chris and Karen for the seats. Best seats in the house. Uh, uh, yeah, but not not too much. Re- recharging the bats. The batteries, as they say. Absolutely. Uh, I haven't done too much. I've also been traveling a lot, I feel like, for work and pleasures. You've been gone a lot. Uh, yeah, I was jet-setting a, a bit uh, across the country, across the Atlantic. Um, VT summer was great. Um, went to Chicago, Maine for a weekend, which was lovely. Ooh, great this time of year. Yeah, it's, it's awesome at this time of year. Crisp, crisp air. Yeah, yeah, crisp air. We built, we, I built raging fires, actually. Lobster? Very, uh, yep, three-pounder. No. Yep. Uh-huh. You finished it? Yeah, of course. Are you kidding? Three pounder. I got some oysters, corn. Uh, Dad got Dave Sabo, who's a loyal listener. He only got Snaps. a one and a half pound lobster. Any steamers? No steamers. Liz got a two pounder. <laughs> Whoa! That's pretty good. Look out. Wait, question. How far up do you eat on that lobster? What do you mean? Like how far into the torso do you go? Nothing. I. I mean, I crack it off and you whatever, take off the whatever tail, you eat the tail comes you eat the, the torso no i don't but oh, who does judy helm savage digs into that thing. no no yes she's a she's an artist with that front of the torso uh, that's disgusting i yeah, like no offense i'm not into it i'd like to judy see, helm is a lovely yeah. lady but that is questionable you should see her get, get to work in a lobster hmm. that's interesting um, I think let's do a let's role play Rob's uh, break. Um, I bet he had a lot of diapers to change. Diaper change, uh, baby Bjorn baby strapping Bjorn. on. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Probably Lexi puked once or twice. Mm-hmm. Sure, checking her stool. Upset um, stomach for Lexi, which is typical. Uh, did he go anywhere? BT summer, obviously. Just doing you know detail work on the mini. He went to Utah. Oh, that's oh, he true. Did that's Utah. a nice trip. He went to Utah. Yeah. Beautiful this time here. LDS. He's it's snapped. hard to get both the O'Brien boys here in one. Yeah, what's uh, wrong with them? 
Some say it's hard to get both the Zabo brothers here. <laughs> hey, we're here right now. That's false. Check the tapes. <laughs> um, I've gotten a lot of good feedback on the pods, actually. Yeah, me too. A lot of people car car trips. They like to listen. So it's hard to walk around town without getting some feedback. <laughs> that's true. All, All right. right. So that was our summer break. If anyone wants to write in, let us know how your summer break was. Um, anyway, race recap. So this podcast is really meant to recap the Belgian, Belgium, Belgian, Belgian with an S. Belgian. <laughs> Belgium Grand Prix. It's in Belgium, Belgium but, it's a... but held in Belgium. Yes, what's yes. what city is it in? Um, Stevlot. Uh, Rob thought that was one turn of the track. I, I don't know. Anyway, um, Stuttgart. Stuttgart. <laughs> Where is that? Uh, I don't know. Um, yeah, Rot- Rotterdam. Rotterdam. Yes, yes. Maybe it's Rotterdam. Anyway, uh, so this is recapping the Belgian Grand Prix which happened this past weekend. Uh, great Grand Prix. I'd recommend seeing it in person if you get the chance. Spa. Um, so a little recap here. How did it end? I'll start with the end, and then we'll kind of work our way back. Lewis won, obviously. Uh, Sebastian Vettel came in second, and our boy Rick came in third. How did we get there? Let's see. Andrew, how did we get there? <laughs> I mean, the first two spots were pretty much decided, I think. Um, qualifying? May I be so bold as to just jump right to the highlights here? Go, sure. Go, go ahead. Let's let's talk about Verstappen. He had to retire yet again due oh to engine fel- failure. What a it's, heartbreak! It's uh, upsetting to see as a Verstappen and Red Bull fan. I he looks on the verge of being disgruntled. He's just. He, I mean, he pulls over the car. You just see him shaking his head. As not a Red Bull fan, I find it pretty humorous, but. I do, I do love watching him attack those turns, so I was, I was kind of disappointed. As a race fan, you should not like yes, that. Uh, and also, unfair. a little background for the people who didn't watch the race. This is a huge race for Max because he is Dutch, and this is his home race. So for him, every single fan out there was rooting for Max. For him to retire yes, so early was, that was a that's, darn shame. That's I'm, I feel like Max is getting to the point where he's not... He's not upset. He's disappointed. Right. Yeah. <laughs> One of those. Like, just give me a good car that I can race. It begs the question: Is Ricardo brings his car home? Are they set up that differently? Is Verstappen pushing it so hard because he's desperate to get back in the points? So something to keep an eye on. Um, highlight number two that I'd like to get into is oh, we got some new snacks coming Ooh. in. Ooh, some cookies. Um, we have to talk about the Forcing Day guys. Crashing into each other for a third race this season. It got heated. Ocon accused Perez of trying to kill him. I I mean, I don't know if they can work together anymore. Um, I just read an article that they made up already. They're already boys again. They went on a little bike ride cycle. I saw that. And now they're they're friends again. I mean, it just shows you that these drivers get so heated on track. And uh, I think they can really put it, it, um, you know... Pass them after it's after the race is over. Yeah, I love the passion though. I mean, that's pretty. It, it proves that they really do care. They're not just there for the money, for the chicks. They really love to win and they want to be out on that on that course. Mm, I feel like Erickson is there for the money and the chicks. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Just cruising in last place all the time. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> so, uh, question, guys how did um, how did Rick make it up to third? Yeah. Yeah, so I was going to get into some of the other, I thought, kind of race highlights. 
there was right after the safety car came out for the Force India collision, yeah. there was the restart. It was Botas, Ricardo, and then Raikkonen, I believe. And Raikkonen and Ricardo, it was, it was a three, three wide for a little three while. Wide, three wide. And uh, Ricardo pulled ahead and uh, Raikkonen made it past Botas. It was a bad weekend for Botas overall. I don't know. It was a really great move by Ricardo, and then he held them off for the rest of the race. So snaps to Ricardo. Nice. Um, I also thought. Hulkenberg looked really good, finishing in uh, what seventh or sixth. Uh, uh, in his sixth, Renault. yes. Yeah, and then um, I don't know. Does Romy. anybody want to cover break down the Hamilton Vettel battle? Because they seem to have equal cars, but Hamilton, I mean, obviously won and felt held them off all race. Uh, yeah, quick point on that. I, I think what the announcers were kind of getting at is there may have been something wrong with the Ferrari. It seemed like they weren't going full full hog if you will uh and uh i don't know suspension or something they're suggesting maybe um it did it didn't seem like vettel was up to snuff i, I don't think usually yeah, he would press a bit more yeah i mean the only time he really challenged was right at the beginning and then also when they did the restart and that was that was pretty much it yeah. right so i think and even at the beginning not not really but yeah i think it, after the restart that was exciting i thought maybe he had a chance but then otherwise it was really much Lewis was in control, like he like he does. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So Vettel didn't really push on Hamilton. It was a pretty easy victory for him. Although Hamilton was angry, he got really mad at that one uh, when the uh, what do you call it? The yellow car uh, came out. Safety car came out. Mm -hmm. He got really mad at Charlie Whiting, I think, saying it wasn't necessary. But there was a lot of debris on the track. I would say so. So I, my take, big. Uh, I'm gonna do a big three. Three winners, three losers. Yep. Uh, big winners, Hamilton, obviously, get the points. Bat within seven of the lead. Yeah. Uh, Ricardo for coming in third in a Red Bull that is, is not a top four car. Moving up three spots, right? And I thought Hulkenberg coming in six with a Renault. Um, all really great. Big losers. I'm going to have to write, yeah, Fernando Alonso's in there. <laughs> I think Force India as a team is a big loser. Mm. And then... Uh, unfortunately, Max Verstappen. A huge yeah, loser. A loser yeah. again, really. Yeah. Just um, continues to lose. So d do we want to get into some of the chatter uh, this week? Uh, quick, can I do a quick thing? Yeah, please. Race recap. Alonzo, what, what happened there? You know, he quit, right? We all agree he quit? Yes. As you'll read about... As you'll read about in chatter, okay, so you uh, get in the, the newsletter. Chatter. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it's part of this. As you read about in the uh, Italian GP newsletter coming out Friday, Honda has no data of this engine failure. Yes. Then again, really? Honda also came out and said Fernando Alonso went so fast through that one turn where you know where you go up the hill and kind of cut the corner. Yeah. He went through so fast that their computers didn't even register him, and that ultimately led to him dropping out of qualifying when he would have met. met he would have made it to Q3. Hmm. So Honda doesn't have their, their stuff together, but then again, I think he quit. Yeah, I think he quit, too. He's tired of it. You can talk. I mean, he asked if rain was coming, and he said, F it, I'm out of here. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's pretty pathetic. Love to hear Rob's defense of him, really. It's not racing. He's he, not a racer. Yeah. Well, it's not sporting. He used to be, and he used to be in McLaren ruined him. It's not sporting. Yeah, it's not sporting. So, also, you'll read in Chatter. I think it's a big weekend for Honda, McLaren, and Toro Rosso. 
So Toro Rosso has been linked with Honda going forward with mm-hmm. a Red Bull maybe taking on a future if it goes well. I think mm-hmm. that's a genius move. But Toro Rosso said, we need to know this weekend. And McLaren has been starting to link with Renault power units. And they've also said this is a big weekend for them to decide. Uh, Alonso has come forth and said, it's, it's me or Honda. You mm. choose. Wow. Yeah, that's, uh, wow. So who does McLaren go with if they, don't, if they leave Honda? Renault. Okay, Renault. Because the idea is Renault would take whatever they produce for Toro Rosso and then give it to McLaren, and Toro Rosso would take Honda. Interesting. There's a little love triangle going on here. Hmm. Why would Toro Rosso accept Honda? Because uh, I think I think people see the potential there. Yeah, but and we've been seeing the potential be, for three years. I know, but if you can be the only team, if you have Honda to yourself and they turn out to be... They finally right, produce this a, engine. Yeah, a, you're a champion. You're buying low, right? Rob, yeah. Rob wrote in our G chat uh, a good explanation of why they would consider it, but now I forget what he wrote. But it made sense. Wish he was here to explain it. Yeah, I remember it was Red Bull. The team, the fact that uh, Red Bull team will say, Toro Rosso, you take this on. We're gonna give Honda a little longer leash, and if this works out for you, we'll drop Renault. And yeah. Honda is the exclusive Toro Rosso Red Bull provider. Got okay. it. Hmm. Okay. Any uh, any juicy gossip and chatter? Um, nothing really juicy. Uh, obviously, big news coming out th- uh, this past week that Vettel re-upped with Ferrari. How much money? We know. Uh, I don't know, but three years—a lot of money. A lot of euros. Lewis wow. Hamilton said his dream of driving with Ferrari is over. <laughs> so good. Good. There was. Definitely legs to those rumors of Vettel to Mercedes, Hamilton to Ferrari. Why would they swap? I, I don't know if I could stay with Ferrari if that happened. <laughs> yeah, that'd be terrible. Vettel, it's hard enough with Vettel as a driver. Vettel wants to go to his home team, German, and Lewis. Everybody wants to drive for, for Ferrari. Everyone. That's true. Yeah, that's true. Hmm. Everyone wants a little stint with Ferrari. Well, um, that's a little little nugget preview of chatter everyone uh, check out the yeah. f1newsletter.com to get the full breakdown uh, there's there'll be some scandal I'm sure yeah in the yeah, chatter yeah something will come out breaking news tonight I'm sure uh, let's get to uh, Andrew's got a little update on the standings I think yeah so we're you know just past the halfway mark or, um, or a little bit after that so I just want to give you a quick rundown of where we're at in terms of the driver standings so, as Charlie mentioned earlier, Sebastian is just clinging to a seven-point lead over Lewis. Um, Sebastian has four wins on the year to Lewis's five, so 220 to 213 total in points. Um, I would, you know, it's obviously, I think Lewis has a lot of momentum right now, so I think it's going to come down to, you know, the last few races, and it should be super exciting. Um and then we've got the other Merck in the top three, so Valtteri is, is yeah, not 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 out of it by any means, but a, a good a bit back. And then we've got Danny Rick in fourth, way back there, with but the only other driver to register a win this year. That's a nice fourth. That's a, that's a really good fourth, actually. I'm pretty He's good. above your guy, Reich. Yeah, then above Rick Kim, and Reich. Kimi Raikkonen, who I would say... Although he's always in the conversation there, like he's always qualifying top three or four, I would say. But he just to for him to be fifth in the drivers. This really surprises me. To, for him to be behind Ricardo in the championship standings, I think that speaks volumes and pretty disappointing for Raikkonen. And I, to be honest with you, I'm kind of surprised Max is wow. even top. Oh. He's number six. Yeah. Considering yeah. all of his retirements. Yeah. I don't even remember the last time he finished a race. I know. 
Um, selfishly, quick update on the bets related to this. I bet John that Raikkonen would never wouldn't win a, win a race this year. Looking pretty good so far. Yeah. And I bet Rob that Ricardo would beat Verstappen on the standings and would double the points right now. Looking pretty good. That's looking way better. I yeah, that's a great. Solid bet. I so, still think that. Snaps I to think me. both of those bets are super solid. <laughs> How is Carlos Sainz in ninth? I mean, John, do you really see Raikkonen winning a race? Yeah. Still. Mm-hmm. When's the last time you won a race? Dude, these last few years, like, <laughs> Ricardo mm-hmm. and Verstappen have won races. It's gonna, it could happen. Honestly, I'm, I'm a little... Vettel goes out. I'm a little surprised Ferrari has re-upped Raikkonen. I know, it seems like they... They yeah. like what they have with Vettel and, and Reagan. It's kind of peaceful. Right. There's a clear number one, but he just seems like he lacks motivation. He's just disgruntled. That maybe it's just that what he, like what a, he puts on, but it's like a comfort. It's, a, it's just too comfortable. Like let's get some guy new in there. Let's uh, ruffle Sebastian's feathers a little bit. You know what I mean? Let's get I, these guys going. I think Vettel is controlling that. He doesn't want one like a young gun. That like if for stopping. Took Raikkonen's spot, Vettel would hate that. What about like a Charles Leclerc, their young driver, test driver who's supposed to be... Why not give him a car? Give him something in a race. I just think... I think John's right. Sebastian is an egomaniac. I don't think he wants anyone taking his shine. And as a Ferrari fan first, Sebastian fan second, I'm pretty disappointed in that. And Sebastian, if you want to call in and defend yourself... Please do. Please feel free. Yes, 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 yes! Yep. Counter-argument here. They might come in second in the Constructors' Championship, and that's going to cost them a lot of money. Ferrari. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, let's get an update on the Constructors' Championship. All right, here. so Constructor, Andrew, you want to lead that, too? So, Merck has a nice little margin. I mean, not not huge, but 392 to 348 to Ferrari, so everyone. And, then, you know, it's it's kind of just absolutely 44. dominating yeah. the next, the next group, which is Red Bull at 199. Oh, boy. Force India fourth. That's... That's awesome. I mean, I think the beginning of the year, I'm, I'm pretty sure I was on the only one on the Force India bandwagon there, saying that they'd be pulling up in the four spot. Williams fifth, yeah, Toro Rosso, Haas. I think dis- I'm pretty disappointed in Haas, to be honest with you guys. I think I was hoping they'd be at least ahead of Toro Rosso there. Renault, Renault's kind of wasting a great driver in Nico Hulkenberg, and then Rob's McLaren with a total of 11 points on the year is just so pathetic. Only six more than the last place Sauber. Wow. Well, we'll have to do At the end of the year, we'll compare back to our original predictions. But I'd say, I I agree, Haas and Renault, you can't be in seventh and eighth. I mean, you have to pass Toro Rosso at at the very least. I think I I nailed the top five. Yeah, you may have. You may have. Nah, you. I think you had Ferrari number one though. Did I? I think so. Hmm. But they could win. They could win. They so. could win. But it's yeah, not not much surprising here. But again, I think Ferrari is giving up points by putting uh, Kimi in that seat. Get someone who can win you the instructors. That where that's where all the money is. True. I'd, I'd much rather have a strong, a strong showing in the constructors than just this. Yeah, Kimi. Come on, Kimi. Let's go. All right, John. You ready for the game? Uh, keep talking for a few minutes. John, John's busy in the kitchen. John you know? is making, making some sort of cocktail. Some aperitif, I think they call it in Europe. Some aperitif. We've got a, we've got a game for Charlie coming up. So we're gonna we're gonna skip forward uh, uh, in our agenda here. Let, let's talk a little bit about this yes. weekend. Monza coming up. Perfect. Um, a historic track, much like 
much like the Belgian Grand Prix in Belgium. Yes. yes. Uh, high speed. You're going to see a lot of all-out turns, a lot of all-out straights. I, th- I think I'm hoping there's a fair amount of passing, judging by the 2016 race highlights. As fine as a Chianti wine, some uh, ju- say. Judging by the, the 2016 race highlights, it should be a fair amount of passing. Mercedes, especially, especially Lewis, has come out and said Ferrari has the better car right now. They always which say that. Could be a little interesting. Um, so I'm really looking forward to this weekend. Anybody else with thoughts on the Love upcoming it. race? This is, I would say, you know, for me as a Hungarian, I love the Hungarian GP. As a, you know, basically a citizen of Italy for three months, I love the Italian G- okay. GP as well. So this is this is one of my favorites for sure. I mean, I, I like back-to-back race weekends whenever we can get them. So oh, yeah. I'm, I'm looking, looking forward, forward to it. It's hectic weekend here. Too. Hectic at the newsletter, but boy, does it pay off on that oh, Sunday. My, oh, my gosh. Worth it. I also love that you know Ferrari is going to mess this weekend up. There's so <laughs> I much don't pressure think on them. So. Yeah, I you don't know think they will. So. You know they will. Just because uh, your boy Max messed up his own GP doesn't mean mm-hmm. my guys will mess up theirs. Okay. All right, so let's get to the game. We got a nice little game here. This is focused at Charlie. Charlie is a known, I, I would say, beer snob, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yes, IPA yes. snob. Of course. Uh, so we've got a nice little setup for him here. Now, you, the listeners cannot see this, but we have three shot glasses of beer in front of Charlie right now. One is a moose, one's a short guy, and one's a tall shot glass. Three different IPAs, okay? So yep. I, here's what I would like done here. And there are varying, I would say, pedigrees of right. IPA. So Charlie only likes to drink the very rare... Vermont, I suppose. I'm a hophead, as, as he as he's he claims. Call me a hophead. Yeah, yeah. A hophead. He go. He drives hundreds of miles to get this session saison. What do we call this? Uh, double IPA. Double bro. IPA. <laughs> now, what I would like you to do is to take a take a sip, take a few sips, and I want you to rank and and if you want to take a guess at what kind of beer it is, that that's a bonus. But um, I'd like I'd like you to rank them and. Good to bad order. And we'll see if they match with the price. The moose head is first. He went first with the moose. Doesn't look happy with it, I would say. If I'm just not, not a good beer. Not a good one, says wow. Charlie. Okay. Wow. Second one. Little shot glass. Little sip. Mm, that's a very nice beer. Better beer. Okay. Very nice beer. Better beer number two. This is the tall shot glass. Tall shot. He's thinking. Oh, oh he's going for going a second back sip. Some more double dipping. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow. Okay, <clears throat> I think the tall is the fanciest. The middle is your your average, and the moose is the worst. But I think I actually enjoy. I think this tall one might be a double IPA, but they haven't done it really well. <laughs> Okay. I think the middle wow. one's the the best beer. <laughs> Snaps to Charlie for the detail. Yeah, that was a good taste test. Uh, let's let's, let's re- get to the results here. Let's reveal. So one and two were the same beer. Were <laughs> <laughs> you saying Moosehead and Little Shot the, the same? His first drink of the Moosehead, terrible beer. <laughs> it's the same as the middle that he said was. Wow. Phenomenal. What a fraud. <laughs> what uh, honestly, fraud. I think you should taste these. No, they taste dude, really different. They're both, uh, uh, they're Sculpin, uh, Ballast Point Sculpin. Yeah. It was the same. Okay. Wow. And, and, the, the and the tall one is the Ballast Point uh, Big big Eye or something? Yeah, the blue one. Eye. So I, I just like this on the record, please. 
Very well done. I see. I that, I was going into that. That is when. I mean, it's totally fair that you said three different wow. beers, but I knew there was a chance at a double beer in there. What guys? I told Andrew I was doing this for the podcast. Let the record state: Charlie is so flustered right now. I think you know why I think it, it was you drank oh it out of the gosh. moose. The moose made a difference. I think the moose made a difference. Oh, so do we think different beer glasses produce yes, different I do. flavors? I because think you, you looked in the moose's eyes and you said, "This is going to be a terrible." I, I beer. think you can't drink in Charlie's mind. You can't drink a great IPA out of a moose out shot of a glass. moose head, yeah. and that's just wrong. I love a good moose. That's just I have, wrong. I got two moose shot glasses. I know yeah. it's a nice gift from Barbara Bryan if she's listening. Yeah, probably I'm not. I'm a moose truther, and you know they can. I well, that was fun. That yeah, was a lot of fun. I mean, we could do Good something stuff. like that with food down the road. If you guys have any game ideas you'd like to hear, homemade us, cookies, let perhaps. Us know. Yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> a little bake off. <laughs> we'll expose everyone for their tastes. <laughs> All Good right. sport. A good sport. Now, our last uh, segment, Andrew, why don't you uh, lead us in? Yeah, here. so we've had some, some awesome paddock pointers. So if you guys, you know, most of you probably know, but we get a lot of submissions, questions. Related to F1, or maybe just life in general, and we try to do our best answer. So we wanted to revisit some of some of the good ones from from uh, episodes past. So just to recap the question here, loyal listener, reader, hey boys, I know the drivers often face tough weather conditions. It gets very hot on the track, and driving isn't easy. They can really work up a sweat. I am heading to a wedding this weekend, and the forecast calls for very hot and humid days. Do you have an any sartorial tips for a guy trying to get his dance on, but who doesn't want to look like a mess? Over to John. So that's a good question, that's a good one. Um, and it was answered in one of our newsletters. But I think you know it's only answered by one writer. We got three fresh voices here, so um, I want to give a quick uh, a quick tip here. Uh, when you're dressing for a wedding, you got to be comfortable, right? You're gonna hit the dance floor. You have to be comfortable. So. I think focus on that first, Charlie. What do you got? I've got a totally different take. Wow! Uh, before we, before I'll jump into my take, quick story, side, side story. Anybody going to a wedding this weekend? I am. I am. Uh, so all of us have weddings week this weekend. Wow! <laughs> Perfect topic. I have two, all different weddings. Two weddings. Oh, I've got bro. two. Wow! Um, one of them was labeled as a black tie optional. Yep. And then that was rescinded a week ago. Oh my gosh! What does I was that all mean? excited. That is wild. All excited to wear my tux. Why don't you wear it anyway? Ripped it out from under me. I mean, that's not a bad idea. But... Show up the groom. Wear it. <laughs> that's on him. Um, How was it rescinded, by the way? Yeah. What the heck? It, it was taken down out. off the website, and, and maybe some people will show up. You're that's right. fair game if anyone wants it. Oh, so. I'll take this because this is the really good one. That was the, <laughs> that was the really bad to and the really middle good. good one. Yeah. Um, okay. So my take. Weddings are dressed, you dress to impress. Agreed. You dress to the nines, and then you make it through dinner, and as soon as the dance floor starts, you take off the jacket, you take off the tie, you unbutton a button, you hit the dance floor hard. Wow. What about pants, though? This, you, guy, this guy wants the bride to question her decision, huh? Sweat, sweat through that shirt, get it dry cleaned, you, you know? Okay. I agree with that. I think, I, I think a key is you go white shirt. Mm. A lot of guys, I think, make the mistake of going some kind of colored shirt or blue oh, shirt. Yeah. You go white shirt, you can dance, you can get sweaty, people won't really notice it. It, it just looks, I think it's a better yeah. thing. I think you do have to go, comfort, yes, but fit on the suit, obviously, it has to be on mm. point. Of course. Even you don't want so to wear that's a baggy suit. suit. Okay. Yes. Of course, assume you're not wearing a baggy You've been known suit. to wear some baggy suits. <laughs> not ones I've purchased, ones I've had, I've been forced to rent baggy suits. <laughs> 
forced to rent. Um, that's a good point on the sweat. You can sweat in a white shirt and it won't look terrible. Like your only other option, I suppose, would be like a black shirt. But that looks you got, stupid. Oh my god! Oh, oh my god! I mean, listen, none of us. Well, you didn't throw that. None out. of us would wear that. I th- could see Rob wearing a black shirt. <laughs> oh. you, I'm totally questioning your taste that you bring up a black shirt. Look at my closet, <laughs> dude. You gotta go white shirt. You one of those guys that? Ha- how many like neon? Aqua blue oh neon shirts. Yeah. Yeah. Oh I wear white. I only own white shirts. So mm, questionable. Good, smart. Should we do a little uh, guys talking chicks? What do What do the ladies wear? Let's offer some advice mm. here. Anything flowy? That's a good question. I'm sure the ladies are thinking, what do we wear? I would say not tight. That that is not comfortable. I would say, and you can't really break it down on the dance floor. I would say a nice summer dress would be choice. It depends what your relationship status is. Oh, I would say. Mm. So let's break mm. that down. So if if you're with a date, yep. which all of us are, you know, more or less wiped up. Uh, <laughs> some are still, some are still bachelors. <laughs> Whatever. Shout out, Liz. If you're with a date, then you're going to go, I think, if nice and flowy. Keep it light. You can move around. If you're single and you're looking to, you have your eye on a groomsman, oh. I think, I don't think you can go that route. You ratchet it up. Yeah. Got it. Uh-huh. I wasn't mm. thinking that, but sure. Yeah. That's Sage a good advice. Point. That's a good point. All you ladies out there. <laughs> we're, we're about to get into prime. The fall is just a beautiful time to have a wedding. It cools down. You can keep that jacket on. You can dance. From the man Woo. with a fall wedding. Yeah. I, I have a borderline winter wedding. Oh, my gosh. Winter is coming. <laughs> yeah, winter is coming. <laughs> winter. Oh, my gosh. November in Chicago. Right. Lovely. <laughs> Bring your parkas, folks. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I think the girls keep it. If it's if it's some hot summer wedding, keep it loose and flowy. Yeah. If you have to wear something a little more revealing, try to, to make a statement. Get an eye, then you do what you have to do. But hopefully, you don't have a glandular problem. That's all I. That's all I pray. I for personally this this yeah me too. <laughs> that would be that would sing. This weekend, I'm wearing definitely a white shirt and a nice blue suit. So I think I have a very casual wedding this weekend. Shorts and t-shirt? Uh, probably me, like jeans that look like khakis, and then a button-down. Oh my gosh. I think I'm wearing almost the exact same thing as you, Andrew, so uh, maybe we'll just post a couple pictures to the F1 Twitter will. page, and I'll do a little side-by-side, maybe. Oh, maybe we'll do a little poll. Who yeah. Better? So who who wore it better? Right. Oh, wow, okay. And then I'll throw my picture in, and <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> you can decide. Uh, nice long weekend coming up. What? Mm. Uh, so who's traveling here? Andrew, your wedding's local. Local wedding, boss Charlie. Wedding. Too local. Oh, I'm going to Chicago. Mm. So that's. Uh, but I'll we, play golf though. What are we flying? Uh, I don't know. You know it. Bringing clubs away. Yeah, I'm bringing my clubs. Playing where? Mm. Lagrange. Lagrange Country Club. Nice. Uh, I'm hoping they to get you some, right there. I'm hoping to get some holes in. We'll see. What's stopping you? Ooh, parents are coming Saturday for a little visit. There's a pre-wedding dinner on Saturday. Wedding on Sunday. Sunday wedding. Monday, probably trying to relax. Maybe I'll get some, I'll, I'll probably get some, some play in on Monday then. Yeah, well, uh, hopefully that works out. Charlie, probably no golf for you. Two weddings, that's tough. Yeah, no no golf. Oh, and of course the race. The race is Sunday. Sunday morning. And the golf tournament, big golf tournament in Boston. Local. Yeah, we're Boston boys. In case. First year in many years, I, neither of us are going. Yeah, I know. It's a great, it's a great tournament. If anyone can get out to the Deutsche Bank, now Dell, Tech, whatever, uh, do, do it. it. TPC Boston. All right. Good stuff. Uh, anything else? Rob, we missed you. Um, I'm sure you would have gotten the IPAs correct. Be safe. Be safe out there. 
What's he being saved from? <laughs> we just don't know where he is. So oh. similar oh. to when you went missing. We I'm sure if we, if we called Chris or Karen right now, they'd let us know exactly where. Rob thought going. you might have been in Mexico. Yeah. When was this? When you were missing for all pod. those episodes, no one knew where you were. What are you talking about? I was like in. <laughs> Yeah, when I was whatever, oh, there's in, a lot in, of in, speculation in Maine. When I was with uh, my parents and Andrew's parents, they said, "What? Why was Charlie in Mexico?" <laughs> <laughs> oh, phenomenal! So I think he was actually in Toronto, so yeah. total. Opposite. I think I was. I yes, that was the that you was crossed the, the border. We that was the night one. I tried to go to Toronto, and they. The flight ahead of me was canceled due to thunderstorms. So they diverted to Mexico. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> And then they Checked just booted out. me off my flight because the people in front of me had higher priority or something. I, I was ticketed, but they just kicked me off the flight. Wow, that's too bad. So I missed the pod and didn't even go anyway. We so. were all worried. We called your parents. They didn't know where you were, obviously. Mm. They, asked, they actually said they don't care. <laughs> that, yeah, that was shocking. Yeah, it was. <laughs> no, we're just joking. Um, Good all right. stuff. Yeah, uh, write us in. Oh, and read the newsletter. It's coming out uh, tomorrow well, morning. It'll be out September already. September 1st. By the time, time you, yeah, by the time you listen to this, it'll already be out. These will launch at the same time. Yeah, maybe we'll get oh. get our act together for this pod. We'll launch so go to the F1newsletter.com. You'll see this. You'll see all the good writing. Enjoy. Thank you. Ciao. Ciao. I'm out. Crash. Somebody hit me in the rear. Turn two. And then somebody hit me in the rear again in turn three. For sake. Honestly, what the are we doing here?